Let's do it. It's time to talk cars. Yeah, it's Potaholics time. It is PowerWorks with Glenn Power from PowerWorks Automotive. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about automobiles and what we like, what we don't like, stuff going on. I don't know, did, did we decide? Are you ranting today or no? I can always rant. I'm just worried about it actually being okay. long enough. All right. Well, we'll do one next next time. I've got a rant, but it might just fizzle out towards the end. It's not the biggest of rants. Yeah. I like how it's gone from PowerPoints to just a rant now as well. Well, I, I actually, the last time I threw one in there, I, I did mention that it's just, it's PowerPoints, the rant. Yeah. I mean, there's always <laughs> something to rant about. Now you're sounding like Leroy. There's was, always something to do. Yeah. <laughs> it was, what is, is it Family Guy? What family grind, Guy. What yeah. grinds my gears? I think that is Family Guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm there's always big... something that really, you know, <laughs> you saw me on Thursday at my wit's end. Uh, yeah. I, and then like not long after that, Andrew came in. <laughs> Well, he did. He said the Tahoe was... So we're going to talk about his Tahoe because... Oh, that was the second visit. Oh. First visit was not related. Oh, just came by to say hello. It was a, you know, a sort of a semi-social and nothing to do with the semi, just a social call. And then we had a chat about how things were going business-wise. Yeah. And obviously I can't afford Andrew's expertise. I can't afford his expertise either. And I don't think he can afford the time actually to... (laughs) to throw at a place like ours at the minute those guys are super busy but yeah you guys were sort of in and out within sort of you only just just missed each missed other missed each other really hey. and um then dj was like james looked different <laughs> i was like he didn't have a shirt on yeah. oh you weren't topless i wasn't I mean, topless was, yeah 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 you had we, we, we didn't we, have a shirt we, on. in our family where there's a name for that we call that sporting a brock Ah, okay. Brock being my stepfather. Right. And he'll often walk around without his shirt on, a little bit of a boiler, and uh, he'll nice. have his shirt on his shoulder and he'll be whistling. We call that sporting a Brock, but I uh, know no, I was not sporting a Brock. No, you no. just had like uh, <laughs> I was wearing I was wearing a black t-shirt. Yeah, just a normal, yeah, that's really black, whatever, yeah. yeah. T-shirt, normal, and that's, it's like, it's like, uh, it'd be like the Incredible Hulk, like an alter ego. <laughs> it is. James Why? in sort of normal clothes. And James in James's normal clothes. My, my wife always, uh, we were out the other day doing some grocery shopping. I was wearing just a single colored t-shirt and had a hat. And she goes, I couldn't find you. <laughs> it's like I you're standing yeah. right beside me and I couldn't yeah. see you. Yeah, it's like, this guy. Exactly what she yeah. was saying. So I had no clue who it was. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's like a it's like a 1980s, early 1990s wrestling gimmick. Yeah, exactly. You don't actually recognize the person when they're not in full gimmick. Yeah. Which is good for you, right? Yeah, it, it, it works really well because then like, people say, I think I know you. It's like, no, you don't. Walking around university all day and then, you know, you can just stealth around the malls, especially now with the masks. Yeah. Put the mask on, a hat on. No one knows who you are. Yeah. Like not a clue. So they say, I think you look familiar, but no. Oh man, have you heard some of these like, not to be political, but some of these like Yahoo people that have been up in arms about, you know, mask wearing. And how, oh, well, what's the point in the vaccine then if we're not, why, why do we still have to wear masks? Oh, come on. I know. <laughs> Where's the people getting the time for that? It's like, like, no, keep the mask on. It, it, oh, yeah. I, like, I, just what? flooding all of these, like, committees and yeah. and, and hearings of, of where they're supposed to be talking about things that can benefit people. Yeah. Just it's and it's hurting it, you to wear a mask. Germany, UK, America, Canada, you know, who knows? What, well, Australia and New Zealand, they're not wearing masks. 
they've taken them off because they, they don't let anyone though. in. They did a good job. They were strict. <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah, you get vaccine vaccinated and I've known people who've got COVID who've been vaccinated. Well, that's Me the too. point. The point is you get vaccinated so that you don't end up intubated in an ICU. Exactly. That's why you're getting vaccinated. If you suffered with it, having had the first or second dose, you are likely to have been really ill with it had you not had that. Exactly. So I know people, and the first thing they say is, oh, I got COVID and it was really bad. I said, did you end up in the hospital? No. (laughs) Then it worked. Yeah, exactly. And at least now that you've had COVID and the vaccine, there's a good chance you're not getting it again. And don't forget, there's a lot of people that... that, um, that can't be vaccinated for genuine, you know, Dr. Jenner could probably yeah. wax on about that. Like there's yeah. people that genuinely can't have it, allergies, yeah. other ongoing health treatments. Yeah. Um, you forget about all those folks. And you know, here's what it is. Uh, Saudi announced yesterday that anti-vaxxers can't do anything in, yeah. in public. <laughs> it's it. Can't do anything. Stay in your house. You're going to put a red cross on your door. Like yeah. it's the plague. <laughs> exactly. Fair play. No exactly. problem. Like yeah. if yeah. it's a choice to have it or not, then I just think just, Get do it. your bit. Just do it. Needs yeah. of the many. Yeah. Over the needs of the few, I think. But hey, people that have got time to waste on that sort of stuff, that really grinds my gears. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, back to it. I mean, you you came in on Thursday and I was like, it's always like, it's good to see you, good to see Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Needed the five minutes of just not having sweat in my eyes. <laughs> I think it's, you know what it is? And I've been talking a lot about this. In fact, I, I ranted a little bit on, on Instagram yesterday. I put up a little post about just being nice. And first thing I do is I get a lot of messages from people. Are you okay, dude? I said, no, you know what? I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. This is my outlet because, uh, you know, I've interacted with some people and their, their interaction in a, an online manner and their interaction in a, in a real manner or a human manner is different and there's an illusion and then there's the reality and the reality is they're just not nice and yeah. and i think and i've said this over and over and over again so if, if anyone's listening to a series of podcasts i'm probably it's come up because it's on my mind it's just with everything that's gone on in the last 18 months just be nice to each other let's be nice yeah people. just be cool and and just, there's no there's no you know ulterior motives it's just give someone a call you're you're you know you're out you know we, i was out your way and and you know honestly the, the traffic can be pretty brutal but i i thought you know what, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna drop in and say hello even if it's two minutes yeah and to be fair i had bailed on you as well hadn't i like oh, I was a few okay, hours though. before i was that supposed was to be okay. recording and uh i'd bailed on you so it was an even bigger effort from your side but it was just you know it's yeah. one of those things where people aren't doing that you know, and it's, I don't find people no. just trying to be, and I, that was my rant, is just be nice. Just be nice, you know, and do a nice thing once in a while. A lot of people have had to communicate through these things, though, yeah. recently. Everyone's on, everyone, yeah. Like, when it's, when it's, <laughs> you're only using, okay, you can see people on a video call and they're okay and we can get by and, and yeah. we can, and there's a lot of un, untapped uh, potential with that. We talked about the whole education yeah. side of it. Yeah. But it's not the same especially in a social situation. Yeah. I mean, I can, uh, there's, a, there's an example which sort of relates to, to what we used to do with, with cars. So working at VW, obviously, let's take any car as an example. Let's take a Golf. Everyone knows a Golf. There was obviously on a certain vehicle of certain range, there was obviously common faults that yeah. we would see all the time. But we could never say to a customer, oh, it'll be that because it's common. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've not seen that before. 
That's yeah. a lie. Yeah. But we're towing the brand line and we're doing what we're supposed to do and we're trying not to speculate and give them any false answers before we've checked it. And that's cool. And you've got to... There's That's justifiable in the fact that you have to represent the brand you're working for and you also have to make sure the customer isn't given anything that's not accurate from the start. So what we do behind the scenes is fine, but the customer has to see it all organised and as it is. Now, that's basically two-faced. Yeah. We're doing two things. Yeah. And you see it now with communication online where, you know, almost in... So there's a lot of people that will be super, super narky, like really <laughs> awful online to somebody behind a keyboard thinking yeah. I'm safe here. Yeah. Nobody's going to punch me through the screen. <laughs> and then in public, they're just like the nicest doormat ever. Yeah, go figure that one. Yeah, but now you see it the opposite. So obviously... A lot of people going for jobs in education or public service or something like that, they might get vetted. And I'd imagine there's companies that make money, and Andrew probably knows about this, just to stalk and profile you from your online presence. If any of those companies went through mine 20 years ago, when I was like 15, and I I don't even know if I was on any social media then, but from that point onwards to about, I don't know, being 20, 21, I would have been putting... (laughs) ridiculous things on there that I can't even remember yeah. right but people do the opposite now so I know people that I'll see them post on Facebook or I'll see them post on Instagram that they're offended or they're standing up for a cause or they're doing something mm-hmm. and and then I speak to them in person and think you're completely the opposite of what you're putting on, <laughs> online but in the ex, on the opposite way you're around you'd expect it Yeah. so online they're trying to be all proper professional and oh, that's offensive and you can't put that meme up there and you can't say that about these people and you can't do that, it's not funny. And I think you're only doing that because, you know, you're thinking, well, if I get vetted online, I need to be seen as... And it's like, get it, just be you. Like, you'll just do you. Don't don't try and be the next somebody. Try and be the first you. You know, I just don't... And you see that so much and it happens all the time people aren't genuine and it, and it goes both ways. They're either not genuine in a way that they go online and be crazy antagonistic or they go online and be crazy social justice. Yeah. And there's never really any in between. There's never normally the person who's just like boring and normal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, 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 we see that a lot. And like say, just having that 10 minutes of interaction with somebody on Thursday where we're just having a chat rather than, sir, I've broke this, or sir, the cust- this customer's calling you. So I'd left my phone in my pocket and I'd put my earphones there so that I could continue working and, and stay on the phone. Usually I'd encourage people to message me so that I've got everything there so I can refer back to it cause I often get 10 things at once and forget one of them. Yeah. But then on Thursday, I just thought, well, if anyone calls me, I can answer the phone and keep working. And it was okay. It was doing all right, but, you know, I'm sending voice note messages to people <laughs> saying good morning and it's 2.30 in the afternoon because <laughs> I don't know where the time's gone. You know? yeah. So just have that minute to just take a breath and think, right, let's wipe the sweat out of my eyes, let's get a drink of water, yeah. talk about something else. Exactly. It makes a big difference and that'd be the same for a lot of people. Yeah. I think, yeah, for sure. Uh, what's going on in the shop, by the way? So... 
Lots of, as you can imagine, 49 degrees yesterday. That's oh. the official figure. I, I, yeah. I didn't see a car that had a temperature gauge on it that was below 50 when we brought it in yesterday. So Sitting out in the sun. Yeah, but uh, lots of AC, as you can mm-hmm. imagine. Lots of, again, lots of misfires, lots of um, overheating, the usual hot weather stuff. Okay. Yeah, the usual stuff. Did you, did you notice the Jeep's out there without any windows in it? Oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> the wife said, you're putting the windows in it. Oh, well, I got to get on that. She goes, but don't you think you should be on it like now? Like weeks ago? Too hot to put them in, I'll get sweaty. <laughs> now it's gone too hot. Now it's too hot to do the work of putting them in. So now you've got to get through till September. I'm figuring I can just do it. Just go the whole year. <laughs> just go the whole year and then it see. Doesn't it doesn't rain. There's yeah, no need. I know. <laughs> And what's happened there? Just go the whole year, and you've done a whole year. You can say you've done it. Yeah, yeah. I might probably put them in tomorrow. I'm going to just leave the the windows out in the sun, so it really softens up the the rubber a little bit, it makes it really easy to put in. I've got blisters on both my thumbs from pushing the back of a. Uh, there was like a, a load liner on the back of a Defender pickup. Oh no! Trying to push it and hook it underneath the mm-hmm. lip of the body, and it was black, and it was out in the sun. <sighs> Oh man, I yeah. didn't realize. I thought oh, it's just hot. <laughs> no <laughs> blisters. Now I can't open my bank app and I can't open my phone with my thumbprint, which That's is great. Nice. Yeah, it's great. You've, you've changed your fingerprint. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember my password. <laughs> so these, yeah. these, uh, these just you know. Hey, I had a, I had a son lose lose a phone, and I said, oh, just you just get a you know a little burner or something. He goes, yeah, but I can't even I can't access anything. I don't use my phone for his phone. Well, what if I need to get Uber? Yeah, I can ring somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I said we can't you can't call Uber. You got to go on the online. You, I said, well, you call a cab. Who calls a cab? I don't even know the number for a cab. <laughs> yeah, can you remember that? Like in a like it's in a pub so long in ago. a pub in the UK. Like you go into the there's obviously the big. Cause it's not that long ago that it was still acceptable to drink drive. Not acceptable, but it was just like oh, he's been drink driving. Not even that. Nobody mentioned it. Yeah. People would drive to the pub and drive home in the same car. Yeah. Having 10 pints. And it wasn't until maybe 15, 20 years ago that got be- that, that became sort of socially unacceptable where people would challenge you in the pub and say, what are you doing? You can't drive. Yeah. But it wasn't, that's not long ago. If you no. can think about that, it's early 2000s and it's yeah. still people doing it. Yeah. Um, but you go into a bar and on the... On the t- you go into the pub and on top of the bar there'd be cards for taxis and yeah. private hire. It's a little yeah. bit different to how it is here. Yeah. Anyone, I could go back to the UK tomorrow and, and get a car and get vetted by the police and okay. put a taxi on the side, taxi badge on the side and be really? a taxi driver, private hire. Okay. Um, and there'd just be cards on there and then you go into the toilet and on the back of the toilet doors there'd be taxi numbers. Okay. There'd be a phone dedicated to a tax direct link to another taxi. Right. So like a company that had yeah, yeah. 50 cars and you could just pick it up and say I need a taxi. They knew where you were calling from they'd just send one. Yeah. So it was like a massive push to, yeah. to to try and do it but now everything like everything's Kareem or it's all on app, Uber yeah. or yeah. just press it. If you don't have the app you're done for. Phone knows where you are because the yeah. CIA are watching you right? So it's just like <laughs> Just like, yes, and yeah, and then there's, you know, we're obviously all that important that we're getting tracked and anyone that's had the vaccine, they know where you are at all times because there's trackers in those. Exactly. So, so actually, paranoid you, know there. What, you know, actually soon, soon, I mean, this may be what the vaccine is. This is maybe that step. Now they know what you're thinking before you've thought it. There we go. So now... <laughs> Now you've had the second dose, you're going to go to grab your phone thinking, oh, 
I fancy a pizza. <laughs> the next thing you know, open your phone, and it's going to say order confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe some of the, there's obviously different brands of vaccine. Maybe some of the some of the uh, ones that they well, that's why they want to mix and match. Yeah, so that everyone's got uniformity. <laughs> some of the ones that aren't as efficient. Maybe you end up with a Hawaiian or something <laughs> when you wanted a meat feast. But otherwise, I think Hawaiian's a Canadian invention. By the way, is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure that one out. It's called it Hawaiian. <laughs> anytime you put pineapple and ham on a pizza, I don't know what the, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I really like Hawaiian, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't mind it because in back home, we'd have like ham, egg, egg chips. On a pizza? No, no, no. Oh, okay. hang it. So, no, 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 no. I think people do have eggs on pizzas. My, my son's favorite pizza one time we're in New York City. We'll get back to the ham, eggs, yeah. and chips was this this you know new york style pizzas that that it's it's pretty much like a napkin spills out on your hand right and some crazy guy was putting uh, raviolis on the pizza double the cops like, oh yeah my son loved it went back about three years later to the same place is closed go to the uh, guy next door and say whatever you know what happened to this guy who was putting uh, raviolis on the pizza he goes well that's probably why it closed <laughs> <laughs> yeah new york is just telling you how it is yeah yeah <laughs> It's funny because, yeah, I mean, we... But anyway, you were talking about... Uh, oh, no, I was just saying that we have ham, egg, and chips, and you'd have a, a round of a pineapple with grilled okay. with the uh, yeah. ham. Put a pineapple on your hamburger. Oh, put a pineapple on the burger. I, I have an issue with, with uh, any kind of any kind of vegetable on a pizza that makes it soggy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so with you. That's, that's one of the issues I have. But pineapple's all right. Mm. I can eat it. And I wouldn't choose one, I don't think, but I can eat it. Oh. But, yeah. So, so, so back, back to the shop for a minute. Yeah. Air conditioning. I mean, I, I don't, I have no sympathy for anyone whose air conditioning has gone out now. Like they, it, it, it must've been going for a while. Condensers and stuff. Yeah. One of the, one of the bigger problems with, with AC leaks tending to happen in the summer is because they're working. AC is working as hard as it's working. Okay. Yeah. There's certain there's higher loads on it when it's so much hotter outside and it's an automatic system. So it's constantly checking the temperatures in the cabin and stuff, but not really anything that you can say, oh, it's failed because of the heat. And if it had stayed cool, it wouldn't have. That's mm. not true. One of the reasons that we end up with, with massive failures in the, in the summer is the fact that AC leaks that occur on the low pressure side, the ambient pressure of, of gas of the refrigerant gas that's in an AC system obviously dramatically increases with temperature mm. so when a car sat out in the sun and it's 50 degrees the uh, pressure okay, on the AC gotcha. system can be nearly 7 or 8 bar really which is of course if there's a small leak it's getting forced out quite quickly yeah. so then that accelerates the process of the leak and if it's on the low pressure side when the system's running it's down at sort of 2 bar all right. So it's not leaking that fast, but when it's not running, it's sat in the sun. That's that's one of the issues that that you have. And, and then also don't forget, until about six weeks ago, you could probably, if you went to work early enough and finished late enough, which a lot of us do, probably turn the AC off yeah. on the way and turn, don't have it on on the way home either. Yeah. So you'd have a situation there where you're not actually even checking the AC. Right. So, so people just got caught out. 
Yeah, you just end up caught out, and it's it's unfortunate. One of the reasons that AC is expensive as well. So by the time you start repairing it, it's it's almost never, you know, a fifty dirham job. Yeah, you end up with expensive components, <laughs> yeah, or expensive labour charges, yeah, because of the way the components are fitted, and there's nothing really in between. And you need, and it's the time of year where you need your AC. It's yeah, you've got no choice. You can't drive. You physically cannot drive. And if you have the, if your AC stops working, by the way, just open the windows and turn the blower off. Yeah, because you're doing yourself no favors with the blower on. It's just blowing hot air it's getting increasingly hotter because it's blowing over the engine first so windows open and and blower off and and just do yourself a favor that way but there's not i honestly can't think of anything worse than being in a car without ac when it comes to driving to work in the morning or picking the kids up from school i mean we had a lady in yesterday she first came to us because she won a quiz at a um a bar on the palm so they do a quiz night and we offer a free service as a quiz prize we have four or five winners over the over the time they've been doing it and this lady came in and she rang me yesterday so thanks for doing the service a few weeks ago my ac stopped working and my little girl is in the car with me a lot now so i can't be without the ac i can manage but she can't now what what you need to, what I want to say to these people is you can't manage because <laughs> when you're sweating, yeah, all you can think about is getting out of the car and all you can think about is getting to where you need to go. Yeah. Like you I start getting said. surly on the road. Well, exactly. You get really erratic. You get, you've got the windows down because I've just said you can't have hot air blowing onto you. You've got the windows down, which is a distraction in the fact that it's noisy. Um, if you're used to having the windows up, you've got windows at all, James. But if you've got the windows up, usually then you've got them down and you're driving through Alcoos, it's really busy. Or you're on the, you can't drive with the windows all the way down on the shake's eye at 110 kilometers an hour. You can't yeah. do that. So it's not safe to do it as a for a long period of time. And there's a lot to think about how I know when I'm at work, when I'm dehydrated, because I get fuzzy. Mm. I get a headache. I can't think straight. I get annoyed by the slightest thing you know, like mm-hmm. I'll be doing a job which is frustrating me because it's awkward or I'm burning my hands or the part's wrong or I can't actually quite get in where I want to get in and I've got to take 25 parts off to get to the one I want or something like that. That's the annoying part of it. And then I get dehydrated and then somebody will come and ask me something or I might get a message from a customer and yeah. it's just like I blow up and, yeah. I, and, and that's not the problem. The problem is that I'm dehydrated yeah. and there's all sorts of studies done about sleeplessness about people being tired and driving people being under the influence and driving I'm not sure there's any about being dehydrated and it's a genuine issue here it doesn't take it doesn't take long to drive I drive a car with AC from Alcoos to where we live and it's about 30 to 45 minutes depending on traffic most days when I put a plastic seat in if I'm particularly dirty and I put a plastic seat cover on the seat even with the AC, my back is wet through when I get oh. home and I, I honestly can, you can, it's disgusting, but yeah. I can wring my shorts out. It's a fact. That's not great. You're yeah. losing that liquid and you don't always get time to, to replenish it. And if you've got no AC in the car, it's not working quite how it should. You'll very, very easily on a long drive, you get dehydrated quite easily and add to the fact that, you know, the sun's blazing onto the car. Yeah. It's only going to get hotter. Then you're going to get back in that car after it's probably been parked in the sun and it's not going to cool down ever. Uh, yeah. AC is critical. And I think it's a genuine, it genuinely is 
a pro- people will always fix their AC. Yeah. Because what, what choice do you have? You, you physically can't drive a car without it. It's yes. 50 degrees outside already and we're not in June. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, the other one that I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to think a little bit about is fuel economy in vehicles. And I know I was driving mine the other day and I was thinking, man, you know, it's like, I think this thing's starting to really burn gas. I mean, petrol. Yeah. And I was, I was getting worried about it because I, I really was thinking, you know, it's, it's not due for service quite yet, but I was thinking, I got to take this in because seriously. So then I just put on the trip meter and then I realized, no, I'm just driving a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. it's actually, you know, I, I got in the, this morning, I'm looking at the, 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 you know, the, the odometer and I'm going, really? 350 kilometers? Like, I think the odometer is broken because <laughs> I don't think I drove 350 Somebody's kilometers. Different size wheels. I, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm looking, I'm going, has someone driven this car in the lot? You know, did someone take this thing out for a hundred kilometer spin yesterday? Yeah. Uh, but no, and so, yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm burning through a lot of petrol. Well, no, because I'm driving a little bit more. And, and in my case, my wife and I are, are sharing the car, basically. We're, we're carpooling together when we, we have to go. She has to go to work and I'll drop her and then, you know, come home. And so we're only using one vehicle. Well, that vehicle is now doing everything. Yeah. So suddenly, yeah, I've got more, more kilometers. Yeah, yeah. Burning through gas. But I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of that going on. You know, people are, you know, people are having around the world, having lockdown restrictions lifted yeah. and they're just thinking, well, let's just go out because we can. You know, yeah. let's go out it's nice to just drive out and we'll go yeah. and see Aunt Lily and yeah. Uncle Bertie and all these people that they two years ago I'm going to see them at a weekend no. <laughs> exactly staying in bed till 11 and then I'm going to go to the pub all afternoon and then I might watch the football tonight it's like yeah but all of a sudden you can go and give them a hug in a care home so I'm going yeah, and exactly. it's like 700 miles the other side of the country or whatever and that's happening a lot I think now all around the world I think yeah. a lot of people are going out and about that doing things that they wouldn't necessarily do. And if you think about, not necessarily by design, but the kind of customers that I see, sort of demographic, most of them are families mm. and most of them are expat. Right. Not all of them, the majority of them can't actually, or have no idea actually whether they can get a straight passage home. So then you're going to go to Ras al for a staycation for the weekend yeah. or for a week during the summer. And then you might go, if the Oman border opens, you might go to Oman or you might travel to Fajera or yeah. you might go somewhere in Alain or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, people who are usually going to be sat with their car over July, August, not doing anything, they're going to do 10,000 kilometers. Yeah. You know, and, and I think these are the things that I've sort of included in my mind. I was driving the other day and I'm going, and I've talked about tires and, and I'm going, you know, I think I got some tire wear and I'm trying to remember when did I actually change these tires last? And I'm going, it's not last year, not the entire year. I didn't, we're now working into second year. I'm going, I think, my, you know, and I'm, and I have, I haven't gotten down to take a look at the tread. I mean, I've, I noticed there's no cracks or anything, but I think my tires are, I think I'm due for a tire change. Yeah. It's, it's at least two years. Maybe two and a half. So it's about three years. That's about right. The weird thing is there that what's compounded it is the fact that they weren't used for so long. No. They were sat. Yeah. Which they still age and stuff yeah, still yeah, goes exactly, wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. That and, and I was also thinking brakes. And I've, and I've noticed, you know, I'm driving my brakes are working. They're working okay. But you, after a while, you start to notice minor changes and things. And I'm thinking, you know what? It's almost time to get the brakes looked at. Yeah. It's, and, and as it's getting warmer, especially when it gets warmer, that's when I really start 
I start to notice it because everything heats up a little bit and, and the, the stop time is reduced a bit because everything's warm. Yeah. There's, um, most modern cars now, we don't have to worry about things like brake fade from, from excessive temperatures getting into the brake oil. But, you know, anyone with anything sort of pre, pre sixties or seventies or maybe even pre eighties when it comes to pre nineties for an American car, the brake fades a problem like, and hot, hot brakes, they need to be to a temperature to work effectively, but then it's not much of a window before they become too hot. Yeah. doesn't take long. You know, you could drive, you could try that yourself. I obviously don't ad- advise it or recommend it, but you could drive your car and really hammer on the brakes and then do that five or six times in a short space of time without any time to cool down in between. And you'll notice by the fourth or fifth time, the brake distance actually would increase because the heat would be mm. too hot. There's no start to glaze the brake pad and you, you you just don't get the same effect but you know that again it's a solid metal disc if you've got alloy yeah. wheels and then you've got a solid metal steel brake disc and the sun's yeah. been baking it for an hour that yeah, thing you can't touch it you no. just can't you can't yeah. touch that thing it's that hot um you know and then you're getting in and trying to stop a two-ton car with friction yeah. don't forget that's basically with friction you stop in the car that thing's going to get hot yeah. real fast. And we get a lot of problems with brake judder in the summer with the heat. We get lots of trouble with brake judder in the heat. The, mm. the, the brakes get so hot and they glaze and then we get material transfer as they cool down at different rates and it, it, it becomes a, a huge issue. And the last thing you want is to press the brake and the car starts to shake because yeah. that's a, not necessarily a nice experience especially if you've never had that experience before or if you're not necessarily technically minded as to how a car's working it can be quite alarming yeah so yeah there's a lot of things that temperature affect us and and if we were to look at it properly i think there's probably 15 20 things that we get in the summer much more than we'd get the rest of the year summer's so extreme yeah the rest of the year is kind of not it's just yeah we get a month of it being quite cold at, by our standards, and then you, the summer's just full ball crazy. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really interested in this uh, F-150, the all-electric Ford F-150. I think it's bold move on Ford's part. I mean, Definitely. maybe maybe not so bold. I mean, that's the number one selling pickup truck in North America, Canada, and the U.S. Hundred dollar deposit gets you in line for the all-electric. The F one fifty Lightning pickup, you know they're they're talking four hundred and fifty kilometers, maybe a little bit more between charges, which is good on a pickup. Yeah, if, and if you're using it on a farm or you you know if you're just like having a pickup, four hundred and fifty k. You know, I, I let's can, be honest, most people that get it are just driving the kids to school. Exactly, <laughs> they're on yeah. a bike in the back. They're heading to they're heading to the football practice yeah, out yeah. at the park. Yeah, they're looking cool in the Ford F one fifty. They're yeah. not they're not you know loading up bales of hay. They might want to pretend they are. You know what? Fair play to Ford. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really like the look of that Mackie Mustang thing. Yeah, I, I, uh, what is going on with that? That's not a Mustang. But they are. That's not a Mustang. That thing that they've created. They they understand that no it's not and I'm interested I, I don't think he's done anything or released anything with it yet but I think I'm sure Shazad was 
playing around with one at yeah. a, an event a few days ago that I saw on his socials. So I'll be having a look on Brown Car Guy for that just to see what he thinks of it. But yeah. they've done what I mean. Did the, did the electric Hummer ever come out? Yeah. Like again, fair play. Like a Hummer's not for me, but people like them, and they're electric. They want them both, so have them. Like yeah. VW have. They did a GTE a while ago, and then stopped taking orders. And they, but all of their electric vehicles are unique electric vehicles. They've not yeah. done an electric Beetle. Why? Uh, why? I don't know. Why? And if I was at Citroen. I'd be doing an electric 2CV, <laughs> Absolutely. definitely. Absolutely. Because they'll sell in the shed loads, yeah. electric Fiat 500s. I don't oh, like yeah. them either, but they'll be they'll sell because people want them. Yeah. You know, like, and it makes so much sense to to do that. Well, yeah. I, I, I really don't... I thought Ford's on to something in Dave. I do, I agree. I think that's a good move doing the F-150. It looks... It looks like an F-150. I don't know why electric cars have to be covered in lights. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. I saw Surely you want to save the electricity. I, I know. Maybe it's because they, I don't know, they burn, le- you know, they, they're using the LEDs that use so much less current. I don't know. Yeah, but the, the main battery, as I understand <laughs> it, the main battery, there's still a 12 volt system. Okay. There's still a 12 volt battery and normal, like you would have on a car to start the engine. Right. So there's a 12 volt battery that's then charged, trickle charged by the main battery. Uh-huh. So all the lights and everything would still it's be coming off volts, the 12 volts. But it's still using power from the main battery through that. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's just covered in lights. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's weird. I, I did see uh, a fairly new vehicle that had LED lighting, but half of it wasn't working the other day. And I thought, yeah, that's not that's not a cheap fix. <laughs> and, yeah. and it really made the vehicle look awful. So it was, it was using daytime running lights and half of them weren't on. Yeah. And you just kind of look at it going, what's going on with that thing? Yeah. I mean, I know these things, LEDs don't use much power, but still. Yeah. When they go, they go. Yeah. Then you got to trace where, where it is. Is it just the LEDs are blown? They're always concealed it? units as well. Yeah, that's the thing. So you got to remove like, half the vehicle to get yeah, at it. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So um, I, I just think it's pretty interesting. We'll see where it's all going. And it made me think, what happened to Elon Musk and his, uh, his pickup? He had that truck, and then there's no talk of it anymore. I don't know. I don't know. You, there's, there's so much... Uh, maybe he just wanted an F-150. So that's why he, yeah. he got his out there. He's pushing people. Yeah. And to make one, yeah. <laughs> All he wants is an electric camper van. Yeah. Like the old 60s bus and, and uh, uh, an F-150. So uh, uh, the uh, F-150 is there. And now once he gets the camper van, he'll put them on his rocket and go to Mars. <laughs> the Mars thing. The Chinese are down there. They, they've landed a, a rover on Mars too. So it's it's going to be rover gridlock on, on Mars at some point. Yeah, well. I don't know how close they are to each other. Not not close, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a big place, isn't it? Yeah. But I'd, I'd imagine there's... there's. Um, I just don't get it. I, get, I, I don't want to be the naysayer. And I, I'm, I'm sure we want to do interstellar travel. I get it. I get that. But I... I you know, we don't know what's going on in the dark side of the moon. We don't know what's going on with this COVID thing. We don't know what's going on in the oceans, people. Yeah, the oceans. You know, like 2% of the ocean floor mapped. Yeah. Let's, let's spend a little more money getting all the plastics out of that water. Yeah. And you know, we'll worry about Mars a little later. I, mean, I don't want to be the naysayer here, but. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly what to think of Mars exploration because I'm not smart enough to, to know exactly what they're doing. But I guess. What worries me is they, oh yeah, there's life here. There's bacterial life here. We're going to bring some of that back. Yeah. 
Excellent. COVID's a problem? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, you that. haven't watched Armageddon? Yeah. Come on, people. Yeah, there's nobody seen Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and then we want to find extraterrestrial life. Terminator versus Predator. Predator, have you seen that movie? No, well, we don't want to invite those people I mean, here. <laughs> going to Mars, unless, unless they found like Schwarzenegger on there with a load of like weird characters with weird body parts and extra bits, it wasn't really worth it, was it? Yeah. Oh, a bit of bacteria that's probably going to end the, end the planet. Yeah. Great. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. But, uh, you know, and, and to all the astronomy folks out there who are, who are watching and listening, it's like, yeah, but no offense. I just think we could do a little bit more at home. And it's, uh, yeah, I know. The, 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 the things that will come from it will be obviously much, much more than we could ever imagine. And I'm sure it'll benefit us in some way here. Maybe. Down the line. But it'd just be nice if we could have, you know, virus <laughs> mutating labs just people washing their hands yeah and then we wash your hands right, you know. the other day someone comes out of the washroom you're not washing your hands dude yeah you said the same in the gym as well oh yeah no. come on yeah no no yeah. shocking <laughs> A shocking one is Mazda's axing the CX-3 and the Mazda 6. And the Mazda 3, yeah. I don't know about the Mazda 6 being that shocking. <laughs> the Mazda 6 was a nice... nice yeah, no, but saloon cars are dead, aren't they? Yeah, that's the problem. No one wants a saloon car. Saloon cars are dead. They're getting rid of them. They're getting rid of them both. I, okay, I get the I get the CX-3. I get that. Um, you know, because they, they've, 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 they've updated... The latest version, which looks, it looks pretty nice. Yeah, but the Mazda Six, I was, I was really surprised that the that they were getting rid of that. And I mean, I get it because, like you said, saloon car is not people don't want a sedan any longer. But and it's a pretty full market. And Mazda's always, you know, Mazda is a, is a nice car, nicely engineered, good price point. But it's it's hard to compete against the Nissans and the Toyotas who spend a lot more to advertise their vehicles. So. Yeah, I mean, there is that. There is the, the, the Mazda's never really broke out of it, though, have they? That Mazda have never yeah. really broke out of just being one of the also brands. They've never. I can can you really think of anything that Mazda have done? that they're known for famously, apart from the RX stuff. The RX-7, yeah, that was it. Nothing. There's not really anything, you know, you say Toyota, you say, well, you say Corolla, Patrol, uh, Land Cruiser, sorry. I didn't, like this, I didn't like the Supra when I first saw it, but I've seen a few more Supras recently, and I'm kind of going, you know, I kind of like the look of that Supra. Well, <laughs> we'll have a conversation about that. <laughs> it if makes you me think of a Batmobile. Was, it makes me think of a Z4. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's just, <laughs> you know, so say what you want about that. I don't know. I don't, I'm glad I'm not a Supra. I'm not glad I'm not a Toyota fanboy because I'd be devastated. Well, I, I would have liked the old, I, wait, I, I thought, I was really hoping it would be that square Supra. Just bring back the vintage one. No, it's not. Happening. No. No. They, they had to do whatever they had to do. Well, yeah, you got to get it out there. Yeah. Obviously, there's... No. The name mattered more than the actual yeah, substance. Not a super, really. The, the thing with Mazda that finds me that I find interesting about the Mazda Six is I remember distinctly Mazda saying, "You know, we're going to hold on to the internal combustion engine as long as we can, and we're going to be keep making sedans because everyone else is going to stop, and there's still going to be some demand, and we're going to we're going to get that demand till it it, it it fizzles out." But clearly, they've realized that there's too much political angst to be making these polluters. There's not, you know. <laughs> 
look, internal combustion engines have never been cleaner. Yeah. Never been cleaner. You know, it's been it's been some years now where there's a lot of greenhouse gas comes out of the back of vehicles compared to what goes into them. But in terms of the actual pollution that that they that they were known for in in, in years gone by, that, that that doesn't really matter. It's it's a greenhouse gas issue now. You're never going to get avoid. You're never going to avoid that unless you can get to 100 percent efficiency on the combustion of the hydrocarbon. You're always going to have carbon dioxide coming out of the back. There's yeah. nothing you can do. But they are very clean and they are very efficient. But when you've got people like Ford doing an F-150 and electric and you've got, you know, all the VW ones that are winning car of the year and they're doing 520 kilometres on the charge and... Yeah. <laughs> they're 40,000 quid now and that's too much. It's yeah. way too much. Yeah. yeah and, and, and I don't understand how does that price come down? Because the, surely the, 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 the raw material price is going to increase. Absolutely. To a point, and it's, then it's limited, and it's always in a country that's going to suffer from people grabbing, and then you've got to deal with the disposal. And Yeah. I, so I don't know how the price comes down. I don't understand how the price can come down until, you know, that we've said it before. I, I say it to anyone that will listen, it, it should be hydrogen. It should, I don't, I can't for the life of me understand why we've not gone to hydrogen. The existing well, infrastructure would work and that's everything's the other thing. there. I don't understand why, why the Fords, the folks over at Ford haven't said, you know what, we're going to come up with the electric version. We're also coming up with a hydrogen version. Yeah. And let's give this a go. I don't know what's happened there. It's, you'd like to think that engineers in car companies would be sat there saying, I don't care what's trendy. Yeah. I'm not interested they've in gotta, that. They've got to have a prototype. Like they, they must have a prototype there was the there was the honda one and then in in california which didn't sell so they stopped it and then there was the i think there's only like a dozen or so hydrogen filling stations across the whole of the uk toyota sold a, a hydrogen car i think it was called the mirai or something like that they sold a hydrogen car that you could buy in the uk but with such a limited amount of hydrogen filling stations you know what are you going to do yeah but there's no battery this is a massive problem. What yeah. do we do with the battery? Yeah. The size of a car, literally yeah. the footprint exactly. of a car. Like, we what do we do with it? We haven't thought about this. The disposal. No. I mean, we have enough trouble with people just disposing of their triple A's, double A's, and, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the batteries in phones. We no one ever talks about that. You can't throw no. those away. People do, but you can't. Yeah. What are you gonna do with the ones in the cars? No one's talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, <laughs> it's weird. I, I honestly don't know. It's, people's eyes are open to it. Surely, engineers that build and design cars are smart people. Yeah. Um, I think said, they're just saying we'll deal with it later. Well, we've said before. Obviously, these kinds of decisions are often made by financial people, not engineers. Yeah. We'll do. Who are doing their job? They're looking after yeah. the best interests of the company. They represent. I understand, but I don't know. I, there's a lot of unknowns. And to me, it's no different to, I can't see how there's a, how do you get out of it? How do you get out of the electric issue? Are you going to have a situation where, well, surely it's going to be mandated that you have to, you have to trade that vehicle in after its life. 
you have to trade that vehicle in and, and see rave on go lights. We're, getting the, we're getting the lights on and off yeah. I don't think we moved enough or something yeah. they're going up and they're going down they're going up and they're going down somebody's they're, trying to kick yeah, us out I think that's what it is it's, you know, uh, and Andrew's hacked into the smart lights yeah he's figured it out <laughs> just appeared outside actually <laughs> could be it could yeah. be that's exactly what he's doing yeah Maybe, so, maybe they're waiting to get in here, which so might on, I'm on a Zoom call in. That's not good lighting for me. <laughs> it's not showing my best side. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. What do you do? Like, do you, if you, if this is me with a completely uneducated and totally unjustified opinion, but if it was me and I was legislator for somebody that wanted to look after their habitat, and the place that they live, I would be saying, right, Volkswagen, you want to sell an electric car here? That's no problem. But there has to be a guarantee that when that car is done, you will take it back and you yeah. will recycle it. Yeah. There has to be. I think Volvo are doing something I like that, so. aren't That's, they? I, Volvo's been doing that for a long yeah, time. Swedish, like, yeah, Swedish-like. They just, you know, everyone <laughs> wants to live in Scandinavian countries. Everyone's happy, like. Yeah. So they look after themselves. But I think if you get... If you, you pay get, for it though. Like, yeah, we're going to dispose of those vehicles and there's taxes in Scandinavia and, and whatever that make this a viable thing. But you pay for it. You pay for yeah. it in, in some way, shape, or form. What's up, dude? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely that's, enjoying the lights. That's, that's the beautiful uh, beauty of, yeah. of live podcasting. Right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you're done it's like does it look like we're done <laughs> yeah still got we just talk through the headphones and mic all the time Andrew I'm a bit self-conscious about my ears I like to cover them up when I can you know we we, we are going to wrap though but I, I do want to come back next time we, we get together and talk about the uh, the new Suzuki Swift yeah. only because I've been seeing a couple of them and, and I love their webpage when you click on yeah, well, to the GLS model and the I think it's GLS model yeah the GL and the GLX model. And it's just cool the way it shifts the image on the page. It's another one they shouldn't have bothered. They should have just waited and done it all electric. Or well, hydrogen. that was the other thing. I mean, even the price points, 56,000 durhams. So we're in the UAE for the, G, the, the two liter GLX, 48 for the, the GL. Uh, you know, 1.2 liter engines. Why wouldn't they just make them? Why, why is Suzuki not jumping on this? I think they're thinking we're just going to milk this. We're going to milk this, this internal combustion engine cow until it has no more milk. Yeah, but is it worth it? Why? That's the thing. I think then you're going to, you know, maybe they're just going to pack up after mm. and say, you know what? We're just going to go back to making jet skis and snowmobiles and, and motorcycles. Yeah. Well, in, 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 uh, in, in 20 years time, when people have realized it's hydrogen all the way, there's people to get on that properly will be the ones there'll be a, there'll be an equivalent of Tesla that will yeah. set the set the bar on that well I you know I'm surprised that Elon Musk doesn't have another subsidiary he's got the Tesla and now he's gonna have the hydrogen guy doing too you know? yeah or a Tesla that's using hydrogen look at the size of their plant though for making yeah. their cars and their batteries yeah you know and they've gone into business with I think some sort of part of VW with the battery agreement and yeah. Because obviously they know more than us. They know they more know. than us. They know they how know. much there is out there to mine and they know how much there is to make. And yeah. Nah. It's craziness. Yeah. Glenn, as always, this has been a lot of fun. We, we've still got more things to talk about, but we'll pick up next time and we'll continue on 
PowerWorks with Glenn Power from PowerWorks Automotive. My name is James Pikeway. You want to get in touch with us, potholics with a K at gmail.com. Follow us across all of the socials. We're coming to you from the Epic Podcast Studio at the Rove Hotel, downtown Dubai. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. So long for now.